testing. Sounds good. Oh, hello. <laughs> it is 2 p.m. on Friday, uh, March 7th. We're starting at a Munity Radio Comedy Festival. Mar March 6th. Oh, March 6th. All right. Uh, I don't know which day is it today. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> um, and so this podcast is called Meet the Parents. Um, hello. Yeah, so we have some special guests in the house. I am your host, Bernice Yeah, from Seattle. And why not we start from my right and then Rolf first and then do a round of introduction yeah hi i'm rolf scar big fan of mutiny radio glad to be here in the booth with you all and i uh, live here in san francisco hi i'm lalita d i live in the south bay but i'm originally from amsterdam the netherlands and then i also spend some years of my life in london uk very nice um pam do you want to go before me oh. i i <laughs> i'm sure I, i'm pam i've never lived outside of california <laughs> Pam is the one runs the Munity Radio. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's everybody yeah, knows Pam already. Mutiny yeah. Radio Comedy Festival <laughs> here in 2020. Uh, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have, I believe, we have like two more guests might drop in when yeah, so they will come in. Uh, we will introduce them as they come in. Uh, my name is Bernice Yeah. Um, I live in Seattle and um, I was born and raised in China. Um, I came here when I was 21. Um, so the uh, reason why I want to do this podcast is because uh, this uh, earlier, well, no, earlier last year, I brought my uh, boyfriend to meet my parents. Um, he is an American who have never been to China, so it's his first time. Um, and he doesn't speak Chinese other than knowing Ni Hao, right? <laughs> and so uh, there's just all kinds of like silly things that happen on the trip. So I just want to kind of stress through my story. And then like we got all the comments, that, hey, they have a lot of meeting the parents fun moments too. So I guess I started, but I want to kind of see, ask everybody about uh, what type of meet the parents you want to talk about today. Anyone who just jump in, just yeah, go, yeah. This is rough. I love meeting parents. <laughs> <laughs> How I, many parents have you met I, so far? Well, I'm not married, but I've, I've met a few in my day, and uh, I look forward to it, uh, partly because I've always gotten a good response. Parents like me, and sometimes they like me more than their own kids. They don't love me more than their own kids, and I think there's a distinction. They, you know, they'll always love their kid more than they'll love someone new, Yeah. but liking is different. I had one parent said... I like I love my kid, but I don't really like like her. <laughs> so oh yeah, 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 yeah! I love my parents. <laughs> I don't really like them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting puzzle to figure out. Uh, so uh, I'm uh, I don't want to talk about meeting other people's parents, but about people meeting my parents. I have a ton of them. My father had a somewhat illustrious um, marriage record, and so there's a lot of people to meet. And then. Um, my father's uh, third wife's ex-husband married my father's second wife. And so we had lots of siblings that were both kind of step-siblings in lots of different ways. Uh, and that's always just been super interesting, bringing people home to meet my family because, you know, we end up having to draw them little... Um, kind of genealogist, uh, Ancestry.com, but in a local way, <laughs> just to explain who they're meeting today. And, and uh, so lots of stories about that. Mm. Yeah. 
So now our other two special guests has arrived. <laughs> so um, why not? Uh, so Andy, go ahead and start introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Andy Clark, and my I brought in a special guest, my girlfriend uh, Alex Smith, who's here with me. We're talking about meeting each other's parents, mostly meeting uh, her parents. She's got an interesting family dynamic. <laughs> That's uh, really nice to get caught up in. Yeah, thanks for including me, even though Welcome. I'm not a comedian, I like to think I am. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I, I feel like all parents like me, and I might be a little, uh, I might have a big head about that as well, but I know how likable I am, and um, I know that my family is loud and interrupts each other, and once I dated someone for about five years that never said much to my family because he wasn't going to interrupt them so that didn't work out i'm trying to train andy now on how to get through how to break through to the noise yeah it's it's nice because i feel like i meet alex's parents for the first time every time i go over there because <laughs> they've never once asked me a single question <laughs> what? It's, it's nice it's good We've got a lot of practice a lot of a lot of takes at it that's awesome. That's awesome. Pam, do you want to? Yeah. Well, all parents hate me because uh, I'm a Marxist and I don't believe in the family anyway. So. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. they, they're like, Dude, well, who is this crazy woman? Why are they? What is this socialist nonsense she's spouting? <laughs> so I'm usually like, they're like, oh, don't bring her back. She drinks all the wine and spouts Marxism. We don't want it. That's the kind of Marxism I like. You know, you know we're against property, but when it comes to a good bottle of soap, Blanc will make allowances, right? <laughs> Rich people want. You don't want to own this, you know. Give it to me. Let me take that off your hands. Yeah, I love capitalist wine. Yeah. That's Steal from thing. the rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. One at a time. <laughs> um, we have another special guest. Um, so, well, actually, I mentioned my boyfriend. Um, he's a little longer, my boyfriend. Um, he's my fiance now. So yes, so he's going to call in. I don't know about two twenty ish. So I guess we're going to talk about all this. He doesn't know what we're talking about. So maybe you can ask questions and see uh, his perspective. So maybe we'll talk about how same long. Thing. How long have you been with him? Um, two, uh, now he's two and a half years. Two and a half years. That's a good amount of time. So you spoke really great English when you ma met him. Like, yeah. So it wasn't like the pillow dictionary kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> teach me all the words. Yeah, I use the other boyfriends for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not use, but you know, <laughs> I've gone through a few. <laughs> um, yes. So. That's actually a good question because, like, the one of the first thing uh, my friends asked me is like, "Oh my God! Like, um, are you teaching him Chinese?" And you know, ask him, "Are you nervous meeting the parents?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not teaching him Chinese. Um, it's the best thing they don't speak the same language at <laughs> all. <laughs> like, I'm just the translator, right? <laughs> and then so like nobody can offend anyone because uh, my mom is a very she's very charming, charismatic, and then. She will like when you don't know what she's talking about. You will think she's so friendly, <laughs> <laughs> but then she starts you like, bam, like, oh, you're why is he so short? <laughs> so you know, like, it's nice to have me as a filter. Um, <laughs> you do a lot of editing with your I parents. I do, yes, yes, <laughs> and also because my parents, they are like, um, 
Oh, sorry. Um, usually after three days, it, they drove me crazy. Like mm -hmm. I will just have a mental meltdown. Um, but because he's there, he's the center of attention. That helps. <laughs> right. And I can talk shit about my mom in front of her. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> this is an off-topic question, but for Bernice, do you dream in Chinese or English? Uh, I dream in English. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. It has been that for a long time. Man, actually, I don't know how to date anyone um, in Chinese. One time, I dated a um, Taiwanese Chinese guy, and then his uh, native language is Mandarin. So we speak the same native language, but because I've never really dated people in Chinese, so I feel like a 12-year-old, <laughs> and it's uh, so weird. I cannot say anything like romantic or sexy just like yeah because i think it's the same here i couldn't uh, i couldn't possibly date in dutch i've never dated in dutch my life's in english i dream in english but my partner is spanish speaking mm -hmm. um and so i've been learning spanish because that's not an un unuseful language yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, especially in this country and um I, I, and I, I just, you know, in order to communicate with her family and everything, it's it's good. But she's flatly refusing to learn Dutch. I mean, it's a thing between <laughs> us. I'm like, you know, could you like do one semester or something? And she's like, it's pointless language. It's a colonial language. Like she gives me all the politics. <laughs> like, well, Spanish is a colonial language, but then that doesn't, you know, that somehow is different. Um, and she's <laughs> but, but does she love Fabo? And Fabo is... Does she is, love Fabo? She, she does she not does love not, Fabo. But she loves Hema. Hema oh. the shop, you know, have you, you know Hema? Because uh, you spend time in... Uh, Hema is the the kind of the, the target of the Netherlands. Oh. It's like uh, okay. target, but better. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> so she loves Hema. And in fact, I might have to say to her, if you really want to go to Hema any, anymore, you'll have to learn a little bit of, of Dutch. De but she's... Uh, but... <laughs> That's but, the Fabo. Fabo is this delicious deep fried... Dutch food. It's, it's the like, automat, it's right? Like, yeah, it's like you put money in a little thingy and it's hot and fresh and you take it out and you don't even have to interact with anyone and you're <laughs> super stoned and you're like, this is looking crunchy. And it's like, it's like meat paste that's panko rolled and deep fried. And it's just like, Fabo is the best for munchies. I mean, now that all these places are legalizing marijuana, I feel Fabo needs to take its chance because, I mean, nobody sober would dream of going to eat from a place like that. It's like, But when you're really need to eat, like right now, it's the best. And the food is the best. It's like walking inside of a vending machine. Yeah, exactly. You know what's my horoscope today? Is that you're going to brainstorm an idea with your friends that come like make money <gasps> here we are <laughs> woo, woo. Literally, i'm gonna show you after my i, I take a screenshot is like, okay i wonder what we're gonna talk about today do you always take a screenshot of your horoscope <laughs> only when i like it <laughs> <laughs> you do the I Ching, you flip the coins I don't know how to do that, but I feel like if I even pretend to do it, people are going to believe me, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pam, yeah. you've almost hit stereotype bingo. One more. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting the prize. <laughs> are, there any, are there any Filipinos? We could talk about lumpia. No, I know like yeah, we one thing lumpia. about every culture. That's all I know. Like, like Chinese people like to gamble. Like, people from the Dutch like colonialism and We Fable. love colonialism and, and Fable, but we also love lumpias. Uh, reference colonialism yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. cool all right uh well i uh, i guess so what i'm thinking is i'm going to just jump in share a little bit of mm, the trip things and then you guys i want to hear your story too so feel free to just grab the mic and say hey i have something um so the, the funny part is because so um my 
fiance's name is Rich. It's pretty easy for any Americans, but it's a sound that most um, Chinese people just don't know how to pronounce, right? And my grandparents, like they're 80 years old, there's no way they just so they say, come up with a Chinese name. So, <laughs> so we have to come up with a Chinese name for him. Um, and then so we have this brainstorm session. There's I was like, well, what what do you want? Like so he said, I want soft and hard, like gentle dagger. So <laughs> gentle dagger. <laughs> gentle. That's why would you start calling me from now on, Alex? <laughs> so and of course, you know, like I'm going to take take the opportunity that no, you take my last name. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he took my last name. So his uh, his Chinese name is Ye Rou Dao. That's the soft, like gentle dagger. I told my parents, my family, they're like, ah, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> 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 Nobody likes it. So they would say, okay, another round. What else means a lot to you? So, oh, like surfing, like the ocean, so maybe ocean wave. So then he's like. <laughs> your boyfriend just sounds, or your fiance sounds like such a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle well, tagger, ocean wave. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he calls in, you should tell him that. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to make up some talking. names. Romeo joins. Oh, like, we can make up. <laughs> can make some names, Fish right? Concert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells weird. Okay. Patchouli uh, musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like I. I think he's a hipster, and he refused to think so. Uh, so yeah, yeah <laughs> glad to hear some validation. The defining characteristic of a hipster. You'll <laughs> never admit that they are. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's how you can test for that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we come up with like ocean wave, so it's yeah, hai tao. So oh, then, like, yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, so basically, he doesn't have a name anymore. In, <laughs> in China, he's hai tao to everybody. <laughs> what does what does your Chinese name mean? Oh, uh, so the, the character is Jing, so it's yeah, Jing, and then the specific character is uh, girls who are talented. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, I know Damn. that Alexandra, my name means helper of man, and I don't really like that one. Whoa, I did not know. It's like sweet if you think of it as mankind, but the feminist in me just cannot get behind man oh. servant as yeah, my no, name. That, <laughs> that sounds fair. So I would take gentle dagger. I don't really know what that means, but I'll switch. Yeah, maybe I could have that name that your family doesn't like. Wrote <laughs> <laughs> down. <laughs> I didn't know that your name meant uh, man servant. Yeah, don't <laughs> she didn't. Don't advertise that. Just don't mention it like on a radio show or anything. Because yeah. now the whole world will know. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. Because Alexandra is one of my favorite names for like girls. And I said, oh, if I have a daughter, I don't plan on having kids. But like, if, if so, it would be Alexandra. It's a great mm. name for a make-believe kid, so mm. go for it. <laughs> I do feel most most of the kids in the world are born to people who did not plan to have that particular kid, so it's probably good to have a couple of names lined up, <laughs> just, in just in case, just in case. Well, but the funny thing is, like, the reason why my parents picked that name is they, I was born, they look at me, it's like, oh, she's not going to be beautiful, so. Oh. <laughs> How can what? they tell that from a baby? <laughs> uh, because the thing is, I don't know, okay, this is another thing really ridiculous for Chinese parents, right? They or always wish the baby had big eyes, which is funny. Oh. Like, so the Chinese were, like, obsessed with the double-lit eyes. Mm -hmm. So they do, like, cosmetic surgery to have that. Uh -huh. And uh, for me, I was born, I was crying for, like, two days in a row. I have not opened my eyes. So 
<laughs> but no, I mean, they were telling me as like a joke, so it's not like they're so mean spirited. But they were like, "Yeah, she's not a cute baby, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully she's smart and talented." <laughs> All babies are ugly. When people say they have a cute baby, no, they're not. They're yeah. not. Their heads are pointy. Their eyes are closed. They're all red and blotchy. Meet the babies. Pissing themselves. Yeah, yeah that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. The meet the babies. Meet the babies. <laughs> oh, you nice mammal. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, you helpless thing. Yikes. Yeah, I do feel like all babies look alike. It's so hard for me to like tell babies apart. I don't understand how nurses do it. I, I don't get that like when you're in the workplace or another kind of gathering, whatever that is, and somebody's had a baby and like, oh, did they send a picture? And I'm always like, just Google new baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it looks like. Terrible stuff. So now I have a question for everyone. Okay, so uh, tell me the first moment when you meet a parent or you know when you bring your partner they meet a parent what was the first moment you remembered or like what happened <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> just the first three or four times alex's parents are divorced so the first three or four times i met her mom and her stepdad i just remember that at the end of every dinner or family gathering her mom would give me a book on how to make more money oh. just different <laughs> 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 no, that's like two years into our relationship that <laughs> she felt comfortable, but yeah, definitely a weird move for her to make. I just remember your dad looking at just not saying anything the whole time, which is really typical of his character. It's still what he does. So, yeah, and then your I just got asked a lot of questions and nobody else talked the whole time, which is fine because I like the attention. So, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, they're complete 180s because Alex's family will just like talk at you and then my family will just sit quietly. They're like from the Midwest, from from Missouri. Some of them, they just st stare at you and just ask you probably 200 questions, just catalog <laughs> it in their mind. So it's very different experiences. Like writing a Tinder profile, but they're in the room. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, they just really liked my sister's boyfriend. Oh. Like... Oh who's no longer in the picture but still hangs out with my parents so wow. <laughs> that's what we're working against <laughs> or for i i liked i liked having angel there because it really took the pressure off me to talk to them it's like all right angel you go out there talk about flying with them he still flies with her stepdad so yeah it's weird so why oh yeah why your sisters like what's so special about him uh, he's a People pleaser. I don't know. He like helps a lot. Not to make Andy look bad, but he's just, he's an overachiever and we're all like, okay, you, you go be the perfect son they never had. And we'll be over here in our imperfect selves and be fine with it. He's in there doing dishes with your mom, talking about uh, the bachelor or some shit. Yeah. Like being all friendly. Yeah. And I honestly, Andy, my parents like you too. You just, um, <laughs> I hang out with your parents. I think I hang out with your parents more and my mom gets jealous. I have always like, my mom's like, oh, you went to your dad's? Oh, you went to Andy's parents? Well, what about us? And it's always like, I'm just trying to please them all and it's hard. Yeah, definitely, a, definitely a jealousy dynamic going on with Alex's family. So that's really pleasant to get involved with, you know? I think they're fine, right? <laughs> they're overall fine. Like, it could be so much worse. The book thing was weird. The book thing was weird. 
Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're nice. They're nice people. My family just love to drag out the embarrassing stories about me, of which there are many. Um, now you're gonna ask me to tell you one. I can't remember uh, right now off the top of my head sure, because sure. if somebody else is talking, I might think of one or maybe not. Uh, and that just, I always think, how do you think that makes you look? Like you're meeting my new person for the first time and you're being mean about me. Do you really gonna think that you know they're gonna think you're funny? Like it's yeah. you know you show yourself in a bad light. That's not at all how it works. They think they're funny. <laughs> and that I was super embarrassing. Like, wow, you were embarrassing as a kid. I could totally <laughs> see that. You're still actually, you're still embarrassing now. It's nice to meet, be with other people who also know how embarrassing you are. <laughs> see, that's why I can do editing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's much, it's much better. And it's, it's, um, yeah. I mean, of course, we can talk Dutch, and then you know, the the partner wouldn't understand. But yeah, that would be very rude. But. Um, Spanish is, you know, my, my partner and I can speak Spanish, but my sister is, is had did a study abroad in Madrid, so she's fluent in Spanish. Mm. She went to study Spanish. Yeah, it's really annoying. We don't have a language that we can secretly speak. <laughs> and and especially when we're here in the States, like if you want to gossip about someone, on, you know, then we don't have a language because we're Spanish. You're not going to risk that in yeah. the United States. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, joining and us on the phone. I'm always like, oh. if only you knew Dutch. <laughs> uh, joining us on the phone is Rich. We know that he does not know Chinese. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Hi, how are you? All right. Hey. Oh, we can hear you. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, the, uh, our two guests, Andy uh, and Alexandra, won't be able to hear you because they don't have their headphones, but everyone else can. Woo! Hey, Rich, Great. how you doing? Ni hao, okay, Rich. How are you? Ni hao. Yeah, look at us. Fluent. <laughs> Fluent and perfect tone, too. Yeah. Right. So, right. how long how long can we have you today? Um, well, I guess as long as you need to. Wow. Oh, good. As long as I'm Well, so uh, I think I gave a, a very high level scoop of uh, the situation um, of uh -huh. you coming to. Well, by the way, that was uh, Wuhan, but it was just like a year ago, so like a little safer. Um, <laughs> And then also told them you have your Chinese name is Hai Tao, <laughs> and then so I guess yeah, guests in the room, do you have like any questions for Rich? Uh, how how much time did you have no idea what anybody was saying when you were in China? Was it uh, Bernice was the only person that you spoke to in English, or what, was it just all? Was it weird being immersed in another language? And um, yeah, I mean, I would say 90% of the time I was not uh, <laughs> understanding what was being talked about, but uh, Bernice did a great job of translating for me. Um, I will say how much just experiencing things with people and having some nonverbal communication, how powerful that is, because uh, we were able to laugh at things and have experiences together without me knowing every word that was that was happening. So, you know, it, it's not as challenging as you might think. Bernice did share with us while you were not listening that she edits everything, and actually <laughs> her parents don't like you at all. You're misreading <laughs> that body language thing. She just, you know, she fluffs it up a little just to make you feel better. <laughs> Sorry, Bernice, she don't not have said that. <laughs> and it's yeah. a bunch of comedians here, babe, so like. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, well, are you're, uh, you're calling in from Seattle. How's Mr. Butters? Uh, he's good. I'm working from home today because of the coronavirus. Oh. And, uh, um, he's been in my lap all day on all my conference calls. So. Cool. Mr. Butters is our cat. Thank you so <laughs> much for <laughs> clarifying that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've had the opportunity to spend time with this fantastic feline. Uh, mm. I love all cats, but he's a great cat. Mm, yeah. He's a nice buddy. Did he touch your face? Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> hanging out all the time, jumping up and like getting all ins. Yeah, he was asking for attention. I was yeah, I was all like about it. <laughs> yeah, I and love guess cats. Guess what? Cats, no coronavirus. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You really? can have a Show cat spit science. in your mouth and you're fine. They can lick you all over. <laughs> uh, it's getting weird in here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Things get weird. W- what was the scariest? Th- was there anything scary about meeting Bernice's parents? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say scary. I would say it was a... Uh, it was an intimidating situation because we had been together for a while. I was prepared to propose, oh. so I had a ring in my pocket the whole time. Oh. Um, so th- the added sort of anxiety of meeting the parents and also being in another country and not speaking the language and all those things, um, I think going into it, maybe I had a little bit of anxiety, but I think as soon as I met them, I was definitely put at ease. By the way, I have no idea that that was going to happen. Um, yeah, so because, like, I mean, we talk about getting married in the future. I just feel like that time, there's so much stuff going on. So, oh, there's no way he can find time to even think about this. Um, but then the thing is, before we went, um, my parents, my mom actually called me. It's like, you know, your grandparents are getting so old. They ask, <laughs> they ask about you every day. Can you just tell them? Like, they don't even remember things. Just tell them you, you're married already. <laughs> Just tell them you're married already. And I was very upset. I said, no, but what if I, I will get married later, right? Like, then I cannot even have a wedding and all that <laughs> stuff. And so I negotiated with my mom. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell grandma that we're engaged. But don't tell anyone else. Um, and then we showed up. Then my mom's like, yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. And everybody's like, congratulations. <laughs> Luckily, that was in Chinese, right? So Rich, oh. <laughs> yeah, so Rich was just doing the cheers with everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was like very, very annoyed. <laughs> and I have to complain to Rich. And I guess that time, if he knew what he's going on in his head, probably he's less annoying. But I was pissed off the whole time. But it's kind of a lovely scenario because then, you know, your whole family could be like, cheers. And then he could pull out the ring that he <laughs> apparently had in his pocket the whole time. <laughs> and reenact the moment oh, yeah, that right. has already happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So did Rich, did you try and, um, ha- I don't, know if that's a custom in china or not to ask for the parents permission or something because that would be no, hard to do didn't. without bernice's translation because she would find yeah. out yeah. <laughs> awkward and i was i was less concerned with you know the permission as i was i just wanted to get to know them and meet them first um and i'm glad that it went well <laughs> despite despite what bernice might have said it seems like we got along pretty well I was uh, just kidding. We're comedians. Here. <laughs> <laughs> they love you. They love you. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> if, if yeah, as the non-comedian in the room, she didn't say they hated you at all or whatever. <laughs> you were kind of harsh in your summary. <laughs> she did say you were a hipster, though, Rich. That's right. Yeah, we're uh, all agreed. I, I think that's a mischaracterization. <laughs> oh, I covered that already, too. <laughs> Are you drinking matcha tea through straw right now, Rich? That's what I want to know. Yerba mate. It's yerba mate. Oh, it is. Okay, how about I throw this one? Like, everybody be the judge, right? Like, so Rich 
he created his own fade for his jeans and he would uh, go to the beach wear the jeans swim in it and then roll around in the sun rub the sun to exfoliate the jeans and then create his own fade I don't know if that's a hipster <laughs> or <laughs> Rich sounds a teeny tiny bit gay <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Butters in the lab <laughs> shouldn't have right. explained that. I, whatever Bernice's parents might have said, this lesbian in the room approves of you, Rich. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it's Bernice's lucky. <laughs> Be fluid, man. It's all stage. good. <laughs> all I can think about is that Chris Isaac video where they're all wearing jeans and rolling around in the, in the, yeah, in the ocean like together. That. Exactly like that. <laughs> Do the jeans look good, Rich? Um, I kind of gave up on those, to be honest. <laughs> After rolling around in the future. Classic <laughs> hipster giving up. Yeah. Oh. So, I was living in L.A. at the time, so I could walk to the beach. Yeah. Wow. I, wasn't a, I wasn't making a special trip for that. So did you meet Rich's family, Bernice? I did, too. What was that like? Oh, so, yeah, that's that's also funny, too. So um, <laughs> it's Rich's family um, are from, like, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, so before I went, uh, so because he's in the South, and even though his parents are very nice, um, a few things. Oh, this Butters. Did you hear? Oh, butters. Oh, I hear him yelling. Hey, Butters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, uh, Rich's brother also lives in Seattle, so sometimes they were make fun of each other, uh, impersonating their mom, right? Oh. And then the mom will, uh, Valerie, I will say, my boy's so special, <laughs> so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> so so that's very different from my mom, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and then so when I met her, it's like that. <laughs> the, the first thing is, oh, my boy's so special, Aww. so handsome. So she's very, very sweet. Um, and then like so they're very nice too because when going to South my, my comedian friends oh better find some materials <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find any just because everybody was so nice to me um, Southern charm Southern charm I was trying to do working on my Southern accent um, it didn't work that well <laughs> I just know like a Bless your heart. I don't know. I cannot. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your, Bless your heart. Sometimes that's what they say when they're like, you know, about Susan. Bless her heart. Bless, yeah. something Bless that's her coming heart. Next is not a yeah. um, and then the first thing I arrived at um, Rich's mom's house, um, like you know, she's cooking, like start preparing for Christmas, um, and then so there's just this. Uh, assembled of like really fancy set of like Japanese knife right Ooh. and then so there's like of course like white people gadgets like yes. kitchen gadgets <laughs> 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 and then so then she asked me do you have a lot of like you know uh, Japanese Chinese knives and it's like well I'm a one knife girl um, just uh, like yeah. I only use one knife for everything sure. but she misheard as one night girl uh -oh. <laughs> so that's like the first conversation I had with her <laughs> hey, hey Rich's mom I'm a whore <laughs> Good intro. what do you think <laughs> Sorry, Andy, is that what your parents thought about me when they met me the first time? Yeah, they definitely called you a whore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they, my parents like anybody I bring back. They're not very discerning. 
So likable. Like yesterday, I met her and I immediately liked her, and I wanted her to be on the podcast. Yeah, no, she, Alex is really likable, and she makes friends everywhere we go, or at least attempts to make friends everywhere we go. We just had an awkward. We just came from a sandwich shop where we had an awkward, drawn out, where Alex was trying to say goodbye to the people who were making our sandwiches, and they weren't acknowledging it, and she just kind of stood in the doorway with a hand raised. So that's kind of the. She's very likable. <laughs> Thank you. Manners. <laughs> I don't know if that's a custom here in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Manners and common courtesy. No, that's dead. There's nobody. <laughs> nobody does that anymore. Everyone's just looking at their phone. I thought that was a West Coast thing, yeah. but maybe it's just the top two states. I don't know. Oh. Oh. No, it's okay. We're rude as fuck down here. People, everybody looking at their phones, walking out of places, walking into each other. No one cares. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's just. Oh, Rich, I want to bring up this uh, special experience you had. Um, so the, the, the very first day, not the first night, right? Because the, the first night we arrived and then so the first day, um, well, uh, Rich ended up in a private Chinese medicine hospital. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he has nothing wrong. But uh, do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Um, we can do it both together. Okay. You know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know exactly why we ended up going to Chinese medicine doctor, except that we thought it would be something fun to do, because um, we had gone to see a, a Chinese medicine doctor here in Seattle once, who was kind of in the back of a, a dollar store, basically. In Vietnamese um, grocery market. Yeah, grocery market. Um, and I was just curious, I you know, want to see what he would say based on he doesn't do a lot besides kind of check your pulse and put his, his hand on your arm and then diagnoses you and after you tell him some things that are going on with you. So That's always how it works, though. Yeah. That's, that is that is yeah. legit. Especially when you go to the hospital for no reason. I don't know what else to expect <laughs> him to do. What are you looking for exactly? Just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> well, so the, the, there is, okay, there's a little bit of reason because I think both of us have some... Um, mild digestive um issues right so i there in in america it's not worthwhile to go see a doctor what are they, they going to do you know endoscopy like that's mm. not necessary so but then for chinese medicine sometimes they have this like slow adjustment just like your uh what is a naturopathic doctor would do um so I figured it would be nice to to do that. And we, when we went in Seattle in that Vietnamese market, um, the doctor just didn't do much. So I feel like, okay, let's just see the real deal. Um, because IBS is not BS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now you're in China. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I had a back injury um, at the time. So, like, I figured um, if we go see there, maybe there's, like, um, in, in the in the hospital, there are people who take, take care of the back. Um, but then on the day, um, the specialist for the your your back is out. And then so it's by appointment only for um, the internal medicine. So my mom actually made appointment. Like I mentioned to my mom beforehand, and my mom just on the day of, oh, the specialist only works on Tuesday. You have to go today. So that's how we ended up going that day. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens? So now we know <laughs> but this this story is going to last. How much? This story is a slow story because we just, we're yes. just in the room. So what happens? Yeah. 
so understanding neither of us are really sick, we get there, and her mom, through her connections, gets us to jump the line in front of all these people who are waiting outside. Who are sick. Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably are sick. And they're not really happy because we're clearly not all that serious. Um, and in China, at least with the the med, you know the natural medicine doctor, there's a lot of people actually in the room when he's examining you. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> I sit down ahead of all these people who are like sick and like who is this guy and what's wrong with him. Bernice proceeds to tell him all about how I have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so every old, all the old lady were laughing, but also angry. Like just, they're just oh, look at this American guy have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> uh, but then also like to paint the picture and what happened is, uh, uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a thought. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so <clears throat> he diagnoses me, which amounts to a lot of different herbs and roots and things that they then dehydrate into a tea. That you have to drink twice a day, and it's the most bitter, horrible-tasting thing you can possibly imagine. And we, for the entire trip, and even after we came back, we were drinking that every morning and evening before bed. Um, and I'm not exactly sure if it was. I did not get sick while I was over there, which so is amazing. So like, how's your diarrhea? Was extremely effective. No diarrhea in China. That's okay. amazing. No. It worked. And no coronavirus. Wow. <laughs> No, I'm just like I can't believe I just it, it worked. It made no diarrhea in China, and you could be eating, <laughs> but you could be eating anything while you're there. I mean, yeah. some things are spicy, and and I I get sick almost every place that I go, not necessarily diarrhea, but when I travel, I almost always get sick in one way or another. And China, I was flawless. Where are these magic drugs, and why aren't you? Did you can, can you bring them back? Are they banned in the U.S.? What were these magic drugs? I think you can. Like I actually, when the doctor when we left, and then uh, the doctor said, "Okay, just remember the prescription, and then if you want more, your mom can just like order more." So yeah. <laughs> Anyone have a diarrhea problem? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. save your number in my phone as Bernice, the girl with the diarrhea tea connection. <laughs> <laughs> another making money making idea here we go yeah oh, another yeah. one it goes hand in hand with the first one too because i'm assuming you'll need the diarrhea medication After you eat the fable oh yeah. my god <laughs> yeah no no i just excuse me i just have to represent the dutch government here fable does not make you sick yeah no if it does anything it would stop you up yeah, it's, oh. it's like oh. meat paste oh. it's so, like so it's like bechamel with meat in it and deep fried the good news is the one i got because i have the constipation <gasps> problem oh. so you guys Sorry. are a perfect couple. I love that. Yeah, it comes together. So the my medicine, the, the one I got, is for the constipation problem. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, like, we have to be the, – the, the box all look the same, and we have to definitely separate them because if we took the wrong thing, it would be terrible. <laughs> so you were going all the time in China. Rich wasn't going at all, and you were just going nonstop. I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, and now I actually remembered because the – when, when my mom was able to jump the line, like, obviously, everybody else was very angry. So my mom's like, oh, this is my sign-off from America. He's, like, famous. He's, like, a little movie star there. <laughs> I was going to ask what things about Rich um, maybe worked well with your family. Were they impressed by, I mean, I think we already heard his feelings, so don't say what things didn't work. <laughs> but, uh, like, 
Didn't maybe he can use chopsticks well? I feel like you mentioned that. Or that. oh my god, everybody was so impressed. Like my entire family, every single person they met, they was oh, do you want a fork? Do you want a fork? And then, then the moment he pulled out the chopstick, he used it better than anyone in my family. <laughs> <laughs> right, Rich? Do you remember like how they reacted? Yeah. <laughs> I it's, yeah, I'm better than most Chinese people that I've met. How are you better at chopsticks? I mean, if you get the stuff, if you get the stuff in your mouth, aren't you good at it? I'm paint this picture for me. Why is Rich better? That's the thing that I'm not sure about. So that's kind of my elegance, generally elegant. back to my earlier statement. Very elegant chopstick user. Okay, hipster. That should be his Chinese name. Elegant chopstick. Elegant chopstick. <laughs> That's where the gentle dagger comment came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gentle dagger, elegant chopstick, very similar. <laughs> yeah, I told them about the gentle dagger. Rodel. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is elegant chopstick in in ch in Chinese in Mandarin? Wow. Yeah, quite. Actually, that's not bad. It, but it sounds like a girl's <laughs> name. Oh, it sounds like a girl's oh. name. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you sound a little gay. That could be like. <laughs> I don't know how we went this direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so chopsticks. Uh, and then the reason why we all suck, right, is like your point. Like, as long as we can pick things up, like, who cares? Right. <laughs> and who cares? And then like we're in a rush too, because like when you're a kid, and your mom's like, eat, eat now, finish. Like there's no time for us to really learn, <laughs> and our ha <laughs> our hands are really small too, so it's very uncomfortable to pick those big chopsticks. Uh, so we just all each figure out a way trying to hold it like a pencil. Um, but I don't hold it the proper way. So there is the proper elegant way. Um, that so when I hold it, um, I will create like two big bruises, like. <laughs> big den in my yeah it really hurts um so that's why actually i don't use chopsticks whenever i get a chance uh, <laughs> that's why you're so thin it hurts to eat <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't do it anymore <laughs> i was way skinnier back then in china because like literally like it takes a lot of work to eat you have to burn more calories eating than there are <laughs> 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 Sorry, <no. laughs> wait so how did you get so good at chopsticks rich um, just following the instructions on the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> I just have great manual dexterity. Uh -huh. oh, okay. oh, there's there's <laughs> another good Chinese name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we don't have those chopstick wrappers, right? Oh, really? Yeah, obviously. Right, like, right. yeah, yeah, we don't. Like, so I I only learned. Oh, there's ways you can learn, only in America. <laughs> 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 course as a european i feel that most americans haven't quite mastered the knife and fork so oh, you know I feel they should come with wrappers here like just hold them in different hands people you can do it <laughs> oh, different hands okay yeah tell us tell us like if you have a chance to <laughs> Okay. But just get a wrapper, just get, you know, cutlery in a wrapper and silverware, as it's called. Silverware in a wrapper and it tells you how to use it. Another I, went, idea. I went into, um, uh, when I was in Madison, I went to this yoga studio. That's also a hipster statement, right? Anyway, I went into this uh, place where I did yoga in Madison and I walk in and there's a few of the instructors are chatting and they're like, oh, great, you're here because we're having this discussion about how to, what silverware to hold in what hands. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, if you can stand on your head for 15 minutes, you can put a fork to your mouth with your left hand. You know, it should not be complicated. But that's not how it's done, right? No, yeah, Alexandra I'm is already severely disagreeing with me with here. I don't think it would go well at all. Etiquette is dead. Like More yoga. <laughs> More chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here I don't we know. here we are on Meet the Parents. We have about seven Ooh. minutes left here on this podcast on the sixth day of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Just to tell people who are here, we have on the phone Rich out of Seattle. We have Bernice Ye uh, out of Seattle. Andy Clark. His girlfriend, Alexandra, don't know a last name. Maybe it's best to keep you anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lalita D. and Rolf Scar here talking about meeting the parents. Just giving people a recap of what's going on if they were confused or tuning in. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So what is it not a show about, about cutlery. It's actually oh, about cutlery. Yes. <laughs> rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, seven minutes. Yes, yeah, seven minutes. There you go. Uh, the M- fact more that questions. yeah, the fact that you mentioned about etiquette, um, that also etiquette. I always just say the wrong is etiquette, right? The word etiquette. yeah, etiquette. Okay, mm-hmm. um, there's also the Chinese banquet etiquette, um, oh. which uh, is pretty like to me is very very overwhelming, um, and I I think that is the number one test for like a Chinese boy well not Chinese like American boyfriend coming in. Um, well, I will give a, a quick of my experience growing up. It's like at any time at Chinese New Year, we'll have this big round table and I have like 20, 30 dishes and they all look delicious. But <laughs> you don't have time to eat because every single like 30 seconds, you're supposed to raise a glass and cheer to somebody <laughs> and you haven't cheered before and you have to wish them all the good things that you don't really mean. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rich, wha- what's what's the Chinese banquet like to you? Um, it was. I'm glad we didn't have that much to drink because <laughs> <laughs> we would have been pretty drunk by the end because every five minutes, yeah, the, the thing is spinning around like a lazy susan table and you're trying to grab some food and then someone's like standing up and toasting to you and they're like hi tao and <laughs> i'm like oh that's me <laughs> um and you know it, it was fun because you're you know accepting all this you know warmth and hospitality from everyone but uh yeah you don't get to eat as much as you'd like what happens to the food? Yeah, I know. It just <laughs> it just keeps going around and around in a circle, and you're trying. To, you're like, I just want a shiitake mushroom. Stop cheers at me. Still for breakfast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was well, a real question. Oh, is, was it a question? I mean, I think you got better in the end. Like he kind of know how grab a quick bite and then okay and then just sometimes i would initiate uh, a toast when i'm like okay i just finished the bite right so nobody caught me in the middle of a bite i'm going to do it <laughs> and that will last another five minutes so like i kind of space it where like if i felt okay this this is a dish that i want to eat grab it now and uh, right after i will just do a toast and so then i have time to chew and stuff <laughs> Yeah, um, but then like it's a, one of the things my my uncles they all drink very like they drink so much um, at a Chinese banquet before they were all like the goal is like 
whoever goes down and throw up, and then and you're the last one standing. Back then, yeah. Wait, so the goal is to be the last one standing, or the one to throw up first. Oh, uh, uh, the last one standing, oh, okay. and you want to get other people to throw up and then fall oh, down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then so all of them have at some point had some surgery on their liver. <laughs> it's to that level. Um, but then now because the Chinese government um is so um strict about like drinking and drive. Uh, drunk oh. driving, like you could go to prison with just one That's drop of alcohol. Whoa, which draconian law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, like all these people, they are like my uncles. Like they're so scared. Um, they drive, so they don't drink alcohol at all, pretty much. Um, oh. so like the, the the situation has they they use juice to. Toast. <laughs> Are they still trying to get people to throw up from too much juice? Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. If they're gonna do that, you got to do it with milk. You can't drink. You can't <laughs> yeah. drink a whole gallon of milk. Yeah, so if you just idea. keep taking shots of milk and you get to that point, you will barf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your body can't take it. <laughs> uh, we have like three minutes left. Any horror stories that anybody has about meeting the parents? Any like just you really botched that one? It was a big bomb yeah, on I the. Lost my virginity, and so did she. At the same time that we thought the parents were home, and then they came home, and I met them for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you thought they were home? No, I came over as soon as she said they were gone, and they were supposed to be gone, and then they were back. And I don't know if you, you know, when you have sex with someone for the first time, it's always a little bit of a mystery. But you're both having sex for the first time, it's even a bigger thing and then when you hear the door open <laughs> so did you count that as your first time or was that it was only like I mean, 0.5 it definitely counted it just didn't it, didn't, it definitely didn't follow through but i was in the bathroom with, n- with nothing on and wondering like when can i run right and they think you're yeah. both just a bunch of slut bags when really it was your first just you're new at it it was, it was a sweet moment that's sweet yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. they didn't know a thing they didn't know. Oh. Wait, so you so didn't meet the parents. I did. You did? I had to like wait for the moment where I could jump back into the bedroom and get my actual clothes and put oh. them back on and go shake hands and be like, oh, okay, we're going to go to the park now in my mini- minivan. <laughs> 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 they didn't see it? They didn't oh. see it all. You just heard the, heard the door open. Yeah, yeah. I panicked. I ran into the bathroom. <laughs> I wonder man. if they knew. I don't think so. I think you should call them. Don't catch on. You should. <laughs> we met at church. Call them. We met at church. Oh, <laughs> met at church. That's even better. You were in doing it in the bathroom at church. Not at church. Okay. That's where we hooked up first to arrange this whole situation. <laughs> Hooking up at church. Nice. <laughs> Any other parental horror stories? The, f- the first time I met my ex-husband's parents, I was, I had no. Well, I had no bra on and I was wearing like a t-shirt and I walked across and they walked in and it was like hi and he's like this is my girlfriend I was like oh. and I didn't know that was a big deal because turns out they're robe people so that year for Christmas they oh. bought me a robe <laughs> because like and I had been I was at their house one night spending the night in a different room because they were very prude and they wouldn't let me sleep with my boyfriend in the same room and I came downstairs for breakfast because they made waffles and I was wearing just like a t-shirt with no bra and like boxer shorts which I thought like I put boxer shorts on and my family was like that's <laughs> hey a girl, lot of clothes yeah. right that's a lot yeah. of clothes yeah. and they were like don't you want to put on a robe and I was like no I'm cool and they were like are you sure you don't want to put on a robe and I was like Oh. oh, and then for Christmas that year they got me a robe, and I was like, <laughs> "This is not an ironic gift." I still have the robe, and this is like 25 years later. So <laughs> crazy stuff. Anyways, that was I was a meet the parents thing. <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, last last minute sign offs, everybody. 
Say say bye to bye bye to Rich. All right, we'll say bye. Bye, Rich. Bye, Bye, y'all. Congratulations. I hope you have a wonderful wedding, and I'm super excited for you and and your future. And kiss kiss butters on the face. Don't give up on the jeans, Rich. All right. That was Rich. Bye, 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 Rich. Bye, bye. Oh, thank you so much. This is so fun. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Hi. So we can do a quick sign out too. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Bye from Lali to D. I'm performing tonight at Mutiny Radio at six. Uh, no, Ooh. seven tonight and six o'clock tomorrow. Yes. Ross Scar saying goodbye to all his parents out there. <laughs> ah. uh, yeah. Andy Clark saying goodbye with Alex. <laughs> 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 Bernicia saying goodbye. I want to meet your parent. <laughs> I remember one year my mom took me school shopping. It was me, my brother, my mom, oh, my pop, and my little sister all hopped in the car. We headed downtown to the gallery mall. My mom started bugging with the clothes she chose. I didn't say nothing at first. I just turned to my nose. She said, What's wrong? This shirt costs $20. I said, Mom, the shirt is plaid with a butterfly collar. The next half hour was the same old thing. My mother buying me clothes from 1963. And then she lost her mind and did the ultimate. I asked her for Adidas and she bought me zips. I said, Mom, what are you doing? You ruined my rap. She said, you're only 16. You don't have a rap yet. I said, Mom, let's put these clothes back, please. She said, no. You go to school to learn, not for a fashion show. I said, this is a shine and I'm cool. Back the bell bottom Brady one's trousers. But if you don't want to, I can live with that. But you gotta put back the double mint reversible slacks. She wasn't in, everything stayed the same. Inevitably, the first day of school came. I thought I could get over. I tried to play sick, but my mom sat me down no way. Uh-uh, forget it. There was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. And when I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And still had a ball Cause they were pointing and whispering As I walked down the hall I got home and told my mom how my day went She said if they were laughing you don't need them Cause they're not good friends For the next six hours I tried to explain to my mom That I was gonna have to go through this about 200 more times So to you other kids all across the land There's no need to argue Everybody's gonna blow you away Don't you try That's my What do you know It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? 
Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am a Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie.
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Hey, you're listening to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 